Welcome to the Money Time Freedom Talk Show, where Eric will express how he went from a drug addict to six figures per month. He's not selling anything. On this show, he wants to teach you, inspire you, and help you make better decisions in life. Share his story of how he made a change and to have more freedom and just come out of dark places. And also, ways to sell like a legend and grow a successful business. What's going on, guys? Welcome to today's episode and training. And today's going to be about stop waiting and start freaking dominating. If you're watching this, I appreciate you so much for showing love and support. I hope you are crushing your 2023 so far. Um, please, if you're watching the podcast episode, to drop a, a review, a five-star review for me, and also a, a written review and share it on your social media. I make these to help people because I know there's a lot of people that are challenged or just want help along their journey. So it's hundred percent for free and I'm here to help. And I'm, I hope it does help you guys. So again, let's just get right into it. Um, I can't wait to go to the gym after this is going to be so much fun, but again, today is going to be about stop waiting and start dominating and four proven strategies that helped me go from drug addiction to freaking success. And hopefully it can help you guys too. So Yeah. Where do we start with this? Because I'm kind of just freestyling today. So, yeah, when it came to my goals, guys, um, you know, I was essentially fucked if things did not work out. And what most people do is they wait for the perfect time. And I'd like to argue and say that most of the time, I think a lot of success happens in the worst times. I think the worst time for me at least, was the absolute best time. So for me personally, I started with about $1,000 in my bank account, living check to check, and recovering from a nasty drug addiction. So my story began, like you guys know my story, so I'm not going to go too deep into do, detail about it. But I started my business while working at LA Fitness, fresh out of coming out of jail and rehabilitation of doing three years. So I was still getting used to a society and being a normal person and having a job. And so I didn't have that much cash saved up only like maybe $1,500 in my bank account to start a business. And so everything was really actually against me. I didn't think that it was a great time to start a business. In fact, like if my business didn't start to thrive, I was really fucked, but you know, thank God I stopped waiting for the perfect time and started taking action towards my goals because that right time will never really come and you'll find yourself constantly putting things off because success comes from taking action, from taking opportunities as they present themselves and making the most out of them. So don't wait any longer. Um, you know, Start your goals and your dreams, even if it feels like the worst time. Because for me, again, I started with barely any money in my bank account and I needed a mentor to coach me. And so what I was doing was not working. I hated my job. Um, I didn't have too much money to invest into a mentor, but something told me to just, just freaking do it. I had rent coming up. 
And if I honestly, like, honestly, if I did not make my money back from investing into a coaching course, I was probably going to be fucked. So I took that last thousand dollars. I could barely, like, I barely had enough food in the fridge for the week. And I invested into a mentor and it changed the whole entire course of my life. Now I could have said, you know, now's not the right time. I barely have any money. I'm not going to have money to eat. I'm not going to have money to do this. I'm not going to have, you know, things are going to be really tight. And I'm probably going to have to rob someone to pay my freaking rent if this doesn't work. But when your back is against the wall, the only way to go is really forward. So today I'm going to talk about four proven strategies that helped me go from completely broke to where I'm at right now to success. Um, but ultimately, like I see too many people struggle and get stuck in the life that they're at thinking that things are going to change or the best opportune time is going to come, but it never really does. We think it's going to happen, but never really does. And I think for me, at least like the worst time, starting at the worst time made me have more skin in the game. I had to make it happen. I had to make it my duty. I had to, there was no other choice. I was just literally choiceless. It's like, it's not like if you're sitting in $50,000 in your bank account or $10,000 in your bank account and you go spend a thousand dollars and if it fails, it's like, all right, well, I still have $49,000 left over. It was like, like if I spend this money and I don't make the money, especially because I just got fired, I am so screwed. What am I going to do? So I had to make it my duty and I had to put in the effort. I had to put in the energy. I had to fucking execute or my life was going to be really, really challenging. And, and I'm going to take you guys through some ways that I did that. Not really so much the actual action, but the planning of the action and setting up the goals and the actual getting your mental state right. And then also, um, I'm going to go over a question that someone asked on this podcast as well, because she wanted to wanted me to talk in detail about something. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, you know, the best time is always, always yesterday, not the best time, right? It's always the worst time. And I think a lot of people thrive when they take action in the worst times, because if you could learn what to do during the worst times, then doing things in the best times are going to become easy. It's going to become effortless. And that's ultimately what it's done for me. Like it's, it's easy for me to do this stuff now. Of course, there's challenging times and I get stressed out, but it's easy for me to keep those character traits and, and behaviors, you know, going every single day, because I've done this during the very worst times of my life. I've, executed when I was completely broke, when I had everything going against me, but I chose to move forward. So the first step um, that I'd like for you guys to, you know, uh, take in is number one is I like to set specific and measurable goals. So one of the reasons people put things off is because they haven't set clear and specific goals for themselves and by setting goals that are measurable and have deadlines, you'll have a career, a, a clearer idea of what you need to do and when you need to do it. So actually, instead of like just setting up long-term goals, I like to set daily goals and criteria that I'm going to hit. Like I like to put things into a smaller category, if you can say it like that, or I like to put daily goals as the small goals I have to accomplish to get me closer to that big goal. Like which small steps do I have to take to reach that big step? So for example, if you want to get your business just started, right? 
you know, and eventually make 10K per month, you say, well, what are the action steps I need to do tomorrow in order for me to start reaching that success? Well, maybe I should just change my bio. Maybe I should go download Trainerize. Maybe I should, um, you know, post something tomorrow. Those are the three things I'm going to complete tomorrow. And what did you just do by setting those small, actionable, measurable goals? You just took three steps towards a thousand steps that it takes to get to 10K per month, right? So every day at nighttime, or every nighttime, every, every time at night, I actually set up goals for that next day. Okay, I want to, for example, when I was in the beginning of my business and I was doing a lot of messaging, I would say, I'm going to go personally message 50 people tomorrow. I'm going to post a piece of content. I'm going to respond to follow-ups and I'm going to um, go message all my clients to make sure they're doing good and do one live sheet training. Those are my daily goals and I'm going to complete that. And if I do that, my job is complete and it's going to get me one step or one step closer to 10 or 20 or whatever my goal was at that time. That makes sense. So I like to set specific and measurable goals and smaller ones. And I reassess and recalculate these goals almost every single day, every week, and every month. I set one for the day, for the week, for the month, and you know, longer-term goals, and also my 10-year goal as well. So I like to set multiple measurable goals, okay? Second thing is, this kind of goes into the first thing, is break it down into smaller tasks, which I think I already went over. But sometimes, like the thought of taking on a huge project can be overwhelming and makes it very easy to put off. And that's why I said like, break it down and set up daily goals of tasks you have to complete and break them into smaller manageable tasks and tackle them one at a time. This will make the task feel less daunting and more manageable. So what I do for my clients, because a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck on what they need to do on a daily basis, is I set up a workflow for them in a document and I say, do this every day. One, two, three, four, right? All the other problems that are going to come with growing a business, we'll handle that when it comes and we'll create a new workflow. So you're not just lost in all the hats we have to wear as business owners. So you know what you need to do on a daily basis. I do the same thing for myself. I do the same thing for my clients and it's working really well because they know what the, the targeted goals they need to hit on a daily basis. The small boring shit that they have to do on a daily basis to hit the big shits, right? So what I'd like for you to do is write out those small things that you need to complete right now, tonight, to get closer to your goals, whether it's messaging 20 people, posting a piece of content, you know, developing your LLC, whatever that thing is, right? Even with weight loss, like I always like to compare everything to weight loss, what are the actionable steps that you have to do to lose weight, right? What do we have to do? We have to go grocery shopping. Okay, so tomorrow I'm going to go grocery shopping. We have to go purchase a bunch of water, maybe get some gym clothes and get a gym membership. That's goal one. Knock that off tomorrow. Thursday's good to go. Friday, we get our ass in the gym. We prepare our food and start working towards those goals. Maybe Saturday we go contact a fitness coach to accelerate that path right so we're setting up we're setting things up into smaller tasks so we can actually get them to be realistic right and my goal every week would be to lose like one or two pounds which is a realistic goal 
It's not overwhelming. Instead of looking like, oh, I got I to gotta lose 100 pounds. Where do I start? Right? And this just will make the task feel less daunting and more manageable. Third thing is create. This is probably the most important one. Right? And this is where it goes back to, um, you know, doing things at the worst time. Three is the most important to me, which is create a sense of urgency. Because sometimes, well, most of the time, people procrastinate because they don't feel a sense of urgency to complete a task. So try creating that sense of urgency by setting deadlines for yourself or by imagining the fucking consequences of not getting something done, right? That's what I always think of. What are the consequences if I continue at my job and I don't work with this mentor and it doesn't fucking work and it doesn't fucking work out, right? Oh, I have to go back to my job, possibly lose my residence and do the same shit that I hate doing. That's the cost is staying where you're currently at if you don't create that sense of urgency. So urgency for me, when I was... um living check to check, we can say, that urgency for me, or that, you know, that sense of urgency, or that consequence for me was staying the fucking same, which I hated. So I was like, I can invest this last bit of money, and it can work. It's working for other people. If I put in hard work, I can accomplish it. If it doesn't happen, yeah, I'm fucking screwed. But the consequences of not creating urgency and working with this mentor and spending my last penny is me staying stuck here, going back to this in another year and visiting the thought of creating a business again or, or start working on my goals and dreams and being in the same fucking place because I haven't changed anything. So imagine the consequences of you not doing something. What is the cost of you not working towards your goals? And create that urgency to get started right now, not tomorrow, not yesterday, right? And every day I think about this, what is the consequence of me not taking sales calls? What is the consequence of me not doing and completing my daily goals? I'm not going to hit my goal of X amount per month. And then I'm going to feel pissed off. And then I'm going to stay stuck. And then my competitors are going to be shitting on me, right? What are the consequences? I think of it so deeply that if I take one fucking day off from my business, that the consequences is my competitors are going to shit on me and put me out of business, which I'm not going to allow that. That's my consequences of not hopping on here, going live, of not serving my clients, of not grinding every single day, of not taking sales calls or messaging or creating content, et cetera. And so every time when I wake up and I don't feel like doing something, I think, yo, Eric, what's the consequence of you not posting today? Maybe five people will forget about you and go to your competitor. Maybe it will create a ripple effect and someone will think that I'm not a great coach because I'm not being consistent. Maybe that one person that needed help from my content or needed that extra little push could have found something that resonated with my content I posted today and it pushed it to a sale because I see it happen all the time. I'll post something. I'll send an email. They'll hit me up and it'll be like, yo, what you said today made so much sense. I'm on board. Let's go.
I know I said no, but I need to do this now. Happens all the time. So the cost of you not doing something every single day, there's a huge cost to that. Okay, so think about the consequences of not doing something, of not getting shit done, of not going to the gym. And if you're into fitness, this should be super relatable. This should totally make sense. What's the consequence of you not going to the gym for a whole week? What's the consequence of you eating fucking Burger King for seven days? You're not going to get those abs. You're one week further away, maybe even two weeks. So hopefully that makes sense. Number four is just fucking start. Sometimes, again, this goes back to starting at the worst times. The best way to get started is simply to begin. Even if you don't know exactly how you're going to accomplish a task, even if you can't afford it, even if you your wife tells you not to, even if the world is against you, even if you just came out of jail like me and your life is a fucking disaster, taking that first step can often help you figure things out along the way. Like people think I'm just a natural being on camera, sales, this, marketing. No, I just got started and developed the skills along the way. I sucked at a lot of things and I'm still not the best. So I'm still learning as I develop. My skills are more are developing, developing every single day because I'm choosing to put in action. And I learn from the feedback instead of trying to have the perfect plan. People are either waiting for the perfect plan or the perfect time or the perfect this or the perfect that and just ends up with them never fucking getting started, which is a true tragedy. It's a disaster, if you ask me, right? So to reverse this, one of the best ways that I complete things is I use a timer. So I set a timer for 15 to 30 minutes you can break it down into small chunks, like 20 minutes, depending what the task is, and start working on that task. And once the timer goes off, assess how you've spent your time. And it's going to help you to get rid of, that's going to help you get rid of the procrastination, right? So if you know you need to go <clears throat> do 30 follow-ups today, and you're like, fuck, I don't feel like doing these follow-ups. You know how much money you're losing from follow-ups? Just set a timer for 20 minutes and just get your ass to do it. And then do it, do something else and set a timer for that, right? And when you do that, it allows you to focus on that one task only for that 20 to 30 minutes or however fucking long you set the timer, right? And you just focus on that one thing with no distractions. So when I'm doing my follow-ups, I'll set the timer for 20 minutes. I'll be like, all right, let me remove all distractions. Let me move my phone. Let me just do my follow-ups and then you know, do what I, whatever else I got to do. It allows me to actually focus on those follow-ups and actually produce results, okay? And it just helps you remove distraction. So key thing here, guys, and I'm thinking back to the beginning is, dude, people are so fucking soft these days. I had to stop being soft and playing it safe. Playing it safe was going to nine to five saying, oh, I could cover my rent. I'm not going to make no investment that could possibly put make me homeless. That's playing it too fucking safe. <clears throat> and that's thinking soft. Trust me. I know how it is to play it safe. I did it for a very long time. You have to learn to let go along the way and just be all in. No matter what time of year, day, time it is. And you got to take responsibility now. 
the greatest way to grow is taking responsibility, being honest. When you when your mouth goes and it says, I can, but catch your fucking self and say, there is no buts. That's not a word that's not, a, that doesn't exist in my fucking vocabulary. There is no but. I don't even know what that word means. Okay, because only then you'll be ready to get the results that you desire and live the life that you want. So remove words like but and excuses and I would, but, you know, I just had a kid. I just bought this, but that. Oh, yeah, I would do great online, but I'm working 12 hours a day. Yeah, so are many of my clients, but they're doing it. So did I, but I did it. That's where the but could come in and be a, something of vocabulary. But I just try to eliminate all excuses. Do not play it safe. You know, people are just way too soft. They love you using excuses like a child these days, right? I would have got a good grade, dad, but, you know, this kid poked me or I would have got a good grade, but, but what? You didn't study enough. You didn't do the action, right? So in my opinion, like for me, I had to stop playing it safe. I had to stop, you know, being soft, man. I had to harden up and just do the boring stuff. Like this, I'm not going to lie to you guys, but building a business or success there's a lot of boring shit that, that goes on, but that boring shit completely outweighs the boring shit you got to do at a nine to five to make someone else rich. And that's how I look at it. And the consequences of me not doing that bullshit, the boring shit of me being soft is me being miserable at a nine to five, not being financially free, working check to check, consider making considerations when I go have a date, when I go have a girl, when I have someone that Wants to go out, like, oh, you know, where are we going to go? McDonald's? Because I'm not trying to spend no money over there at Kiki on the River. Now, I can say, you want to go to Kiki on the River, baby? Let's go. Spend, go. spend $500 like it's nothing. And I'm not saying that the flex, but it's that feeling of, of freedom. And yeah, you do want to watch what you spend. You don't want to go fucking buy a Jaguar and a Lambo and... You know, as soon as you get the money, I'm not saying that, but it feels good to not struggle and pay like every penny going to your bills and being like, damn, I have to be really tight with my budget. Like, God forbid, if, uh, you know, God forbid, like I lose $20, my life is screwed, right? Or God forbid, if, you know, this comes up, I'm screwed. So hopefully this helped out. Just to recap, guys. Um, step one. Set specific and measurable goals. Step one, I'm going to say it again. Set specific and measurable goals because one of the reasons people may put things off is because they haven't set clear and specific goals for themselves by setting goals that are measurable and have deadlines. You'll have, ha ah, sorry. <laughs> Let me say that again. Number one, set specific and measurable goals because one of the reasons people may put things off is because they haven't set clear and specific goals for themselves. Now, by setting goals that are measurable and have deadlines, you'll have a clearer idea of what you need to do and when you need to do it. Two, break things down into smaller tasks. Sometimes the thought of taking on a big project can be overwhelming, making it easy to put it off. If you break things down into smaller manageable tasks and tackle them one thing at a time, this will make the task feel less daunting and more manageable. Three is create a sense of urgency because sometimes 
Most of the time, people procrastinate because they don't feel a sense of urgency to complete a task. Try creating a sense of urgency by setting deadlines for yourself or by imagining the fucking consequences of not getting something done. Four is just start. Sometimes the best way to get started, whether you have a mentor or not, is just to begin. Even if you don't know what the hell you're doing or how you're going to accomplish the task, taking that first step is most of the time going to help you figure things out along the way. My favorite quote says, I prefer messy success versus perfect mediocrity. Take that in. Now to reverse this, one of the best ways is to use a timer, set the timer for 15, 20 minutes, start working on your task. And once the timer goes off, assess how you spent your time. And this is going to help you get rid of procrastination. Okay. And finally, stop being soft, playing it safe. Trust me, I know how to play it safe. Learn to let go um, along the way and be all fucking in. Take responsibility. Okay. Now, um, someone asked me, let me just get to that real quick. Or it wasn't really the ask, but they made a statement or whatever. And I just wanted to give my thoughts about it. She said, so someone recently told me they knew deep down they were special and one day could be a billionaire. No matter how far that goal may seem, that inner voice is real. The possibility of reaching that outcome is real. Totally agree. Even in my own journey, I'd like to know more about how you choose to believe in yourself. What do you do to pick and choose what voice you hear the loudest? What is your decision-making process on how to act? Do you meditate, journal, follow the miracle morning? Let's handle the first thing at first. The way I choose to believe in myself, first of all, right, is finding a story of someone that's done what you want to do, and that breaks your whole belief bar barrier. If you could find a, a story of someone that's done what you want to do, then you could recreate your own story. So you are, you are only the story that you tell yourself. So if you're telling yourself a story where, oh, this is hard, this is difficult, I can't do it because X, Y, Z, that's the story you're going to actually live. So instead, if you find a story of someone that's doing what you want to do, this helps you break that belief barrier, right? That's how I choose to believe in myself. If there's someone else doing it, I can do it. The only reason that can stop me is my own actions and decisions of lack of not doing something. The only reason someone's making more money than me is not because they're gifted or this or natural inclined. It's because the hard work they chose to put in. And I can choose to put in that same work. And if I'm patient, I'll get those same results. That's how I feel about that. <clears throat> so, um, you know, when I was first, I, I don't know, I felt something in my soul and I just kept repeating, dude, you're going to be a millionaire. You're going to be a millionaire. And now I say, I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to be a fucking billionaire. And I truly believe in it. Right. And I know the only thing that can stop me is Eric. There's no, nothing can stop me. Not a fucking tank. I will take a tank and throw it fucking to Egypt. That's how I feel. And that's the way you got to think. You got to think like a savage, like a monster, like you are a superhero, like nothing can stop you. And no matter how unrealistic it seems, no matter how crazy people think you are, if you tell yourself it and you believe it, that's all that matters. Because there's going to be a lot of people that say, dude, what is wrong with you? You can't lift up a tank and throw it to Egypt. Who the fuck says I cannot? I will. Right. And that's the way I think. 
And that's how I choose to believe in myself, right? If anybody else is doing it, I can do it. Um, what do you pick and choose that voice you hear the loudest? Oh, computer's dying. Hold on, guys. Give me a second. How am I going to do this? Well, might be screwed here, guys. Um, we'll finish this up right now. I'd like to know how to choose you believe. Oh, okay, so you're always going to have that negative voice and that positive voice, right? It's just no way around it, right? I still have that negative fucking Nancy voice in my head. And, you know, even sometimes every day, dude, what the fuck? You're never going to be like this. And I just, you know, I now have that good voice that uplifts me and he says, Eric, don't listen to him. You've accomplished so much. Guys, let me just find a charger or connect this to a charger. Okay. Sorry about that. Computer's dying. Ugh. Okay, so back to it. What we say here. Okay, yeah, so I'm always, I, I, I've always, I always get that negative voice and that positive voice. And I'm like, damn, you know, which one do I believe in? And that's like something that you're always going to have to like kind of battle. And it's kind of a hard question to, to answer. I think everybody has that negative and positive voice, but you just have to ignore it. You have to make sure you take that, that positive voice. And that's one of the reasons why when I wake up, I will act like a crazy madman and say like, I'm going to accomplish this. I'm going to accomplish that. As far as like my daily routine is very simple. I think people overcomplicate their daily routines and end up getting nothing done. My daily routine is wake the hell up at about five or 6 AM, depending on how I'm feeling. And I pretty much get straight to work. I go right to Starbucks down the street. I live in uh, Miami. Go, I walk right there. I see the beautiful sunrise. It puts me in a great mood. I sunbathe for about five minutes. Um, before that, I take a quick shower, obviously, you know, do the natural, you know, the stuff that you have to take care of. I go eat my breakfast and I get straight on my computer and start fucking making content and doing whatever I got to do for the day. Follow ups, sales calls, et cetera, right? Meetings, stuff like that. That's just what works for me. And some people, a long laundry list of a morning routine does work. For me, it doesn't work. I don't like having a bunch of stuff I have to do. I like just getting straight to actual work that's going to help me, right? I like I like to get straight to the money generating activities as soon as I wake up. So it, because most people are focused on so much stuff, you know, this long laundry list of uh, an overwhelming morning routine instead of just going straight to work and getting shit done. Like just get on your computer and do what you got to do. Whatever it is that makes you the most amount of money, like get straight into doing that. That's what works for me. Um. My decision-making process on how to act, and I don't meditate. I do journal a little bit, but not really. Uh, I don't follow the Mon Miracle Morning 54321. Don't even know what that is. And it does get easier. Uh, I don't know if it get it does get easier to believe in yourself as you see results, right? And then how did hope turn into confidence? I don't know. I don't. Hope is another thing I don't 
So she said, how did hope turn into confidence? Hope is another word that's not really in my dictionary, in my um, vocabulary. I don't like the word hope either. I believe in, I'm just confident that whatever, again, going back to story, if there's a story of someone doing it, then I can do it and I'm 100% confident I can. Now, I would focus more so on the actual behavior traits and the action steps to actually get there versus it being possible, right? Because nothing happens if you don't actually take the action and you won't see the results if you don't take the action. Because the way that you think is going to dictate your success. And if you start thinking like negatively or, you know, you hope that you can get there, that's like playing a scratch off and hoping that you win. Instead, just putting the actual action steps in that gets you there, right? So I don't like to rely on hope. I have faith. It's a little bit different, but I don't hope I'm going to be a billionaire. I know I'm going to be a millionaire, uh, a billionaire, sorry. And when you even change the way that you speak, it's going to change the way that you start thinking. So change whoever you're around that's hoping for shit and start hanging out around the people that are doing the shit that takes them get that takes them to get there, right? Because if all your friends are always like, yo, I hope that I can get this done. I hope that I can get a six pack. I hope that I can make a million dollars. They're just in a fucking like dreamscape. That's where they are. Instead of putting in uh, the actionscape, right? That's where you should be. So that's that's just how I feel. Like, I don't like the word hope. I don't say I hope. I make $200,000 this month. I'm like, I'm going to make it. And if I don't, then that means I got to work harder. It means it doesn't mean it's not there. I don't have to hope to get there. It's just, I had to make some changes to get actually get there. And that's just the way I think that. How do you control your inner daily? How do you control your daily inner dialogue? I don't know what I, that means, to be honest with you. Inner dialogue. Let's Google it. Fortunately, well, fortunately for me and for everybody, you don't have to be smart to make a lot of money and be successful. <laughs> it really comes from the actual action steps daily. What is daily inner dialogue? And your internal dialogue is quite simply your thoughts. It is a little voice. Oh, so it's kind of like, that's what I figured it was. The bad voice and a good voice, you know, again, I kind of, I usually prepare these live streams with my thoughts about questions and, and concepts. But again, for me, like your subconscious mind is always going to have like that negative and positive voice. I've actually made like specific trainings on strategies for this and stuff. I just can't remember what they're called, but we're always going to have a negative voice and a positive voice. And I just always choose like my decision-making process is always to use the opportunistic. Like I've always been an optimist type of person, whatever it's called versus a pessimistic person. And I always choose that side. I mean, you just got to take risks. You can't, you know, the negative voice doesn't want you to take risks. The positive voice does want you to take a risk despite the, the actual risk coming to tr like to reality. So for me, like when it comes to big investments, when it comes to, um, opportunities, working with coaches and making a promise. I'm always just like, yes. And like worst case scenario, like, you know, I'll learn something best case scenario, like it will actually work. That's just how I think. Um, you know, obviously I have the more money to play around with and do those things now. But even when I was broke, I, I made decisions like that. That's just my decision-making process is I'd rather try something and fail at it than not try it and, wonder what could happen. So like for stocks, for uh, stock, uh, with stocks, for example, I lost a lot of money in 
you know, day trading because I thought I was a, I could do it. And I found out that I couldn't, uh, that I failed at it. So at least I tried and I know that I sucked at it. So hopefully that helps right there. But um, yeah, I try to just, you know, repeat my goals out loud and really say like, hey, Eric, you know, think about how far you've come and continue taking action. And when you see results from your action is when it kind of breaks through that inner dialogue, I guess you could say. But um, I got to go now, guys. I'm going to the gym. Hopefully this helped out. And hope you guys are having an amazing 2023. Uh, make sure you guys drop a review. Make sure you guys drop five stars for your boy. And love y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Money Time Freedom Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow on Instagram at Eric underscore Anthony Fit. And keep showing up so that you can live a better life.